0: Episode four, and it's all about the concept of pivoting. Well, the concept of progress and pivoting in my regard. So I'm going to dive straight into this because it's been quite an interesting journey to get to what this has been, what this episode is going to be about. The concept of progress as described by Francisco Ayala, compiled by Roses, The Philosopher's Handbook is that evolution, direction, and progress all imply a historical sequence of events which exhibits a systematic alteration of a property or state of the elements in sequence. I'll get back to that just now. Ayala says that progress occurs when there is directional change towards a better state or condition. Now, the concept of progress then contains two elements. One descriptive, that directional change has occurred, and the other is axiological, that the change represents an improvement or betterment. Now, axiology stems from the Greek word axios, meaning worthy, and logos, meaning science. It is also called the theory of value, the philosophical study of goodness or value in the wider sense of the term. Now, before we unpack all of this, Um, all these statements, these concepts. Here is a little more about Francisco Ayala. Francisco Ayala was born on the 12th of March, 1934, and passed away on the 3rd of March, 2023. So we've lost an incredible mind just the other day. He's a Spanish-born American evolutionary geneticist and molecular biologist, best known for expounding the philosophical perspective that Darwinism and religious faith are compatible. I'll let that one sink in. That Darwinism and religious faith are compatible. Now, in the words of my daughter, that's a big daddy concept. So she's, for her way of describing things that are really big, whether it's a big slice of cake or a big thought or a big emotion, it is a big daddy concept. So we're going to leave it there. Has that. And maybe the fact that I also enjoy his works is that Francesco Ayala is a Piscean. Yeah, no bias there. But a week ago, I did a podcast or I, I did a post on, um, on Insta on pivoting. So I wrote that deviation from the plan is okay and can sometimes lead to the most incredible destinations. So the post was all about fluidity and the openness of surrender to a present moment and this has been something that has been on my mind since then the concept of pivoting what does that mean for me what does it mean for my life what does it mean for work you know and delving into this and that is why this episode has now it's almost because it's been on my mind since then it's it's been a nagging point on but why have you not delved into this longer or or more what is the depth of this what does it mean for you what does it mean for somebody else um, and that spurred me on to actually getting into what does pivoting mean? What is, what does it mean to, what is the concept of progress? You know, what is what is what is the change in direction? What does it imply? You know, and what is, what are the learnings, the teachings that we can we can tap into to understand where, where this is all going. So now going back to Ayala's statement. I'm going to literally read it again because it was it, it's a big one. It is that evolution, direction, and progress all imply a historical sequence of events which exhibit a systematic alteration of a property or state of the elements in sequence. Okay. I literally have to go back and forth through my notes because it's, it's heavy. It's a lot. Okay. <laughs> um, so, a week ago, for me, the action in motion, in its most basic, in the most basic way that I can explain this, within my experiential context, or my own experience, was that myself driven by my mind state... Um. Yeah, my self-driven by my mind state, and I am going to say my egoic state, because it's in the mind, it wasn't in the heart, um, was, was to get my grass cut, get it done, because I, I couldn't handle the way it was looking anymore. And, you know, what are my neighbors going to think, because my grass is long. And again, mind, 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 ego, 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 feeding from the outside, having the outside determine what, what was in uh, and that's, again, very basic for me to explain this <laughs> because I'm talking about not cutting my grass. I mean, I know. But the pivot point was big. Okay, so sit with me. Uh, as we walk through this is my, my mindset was very egoic-based. It was very mind-state-based. Okay? Chloe's was completely different. Whose was heart-state, heart heart-space-bound. Heart Hers was all about I want to spend time with mom. Like I want to I want to do things with my mom. So what she did was ask me, mom, can I help you? And I said, absolutely. I gave her a pair of shears and there goes my daughter starting to cut the lawn. I mean, it lasted a couple of seconds, but her her intention was from her heart space. My intention was from my mind space. And I find it fascinating to see the difference in that. And then in that moment when I actually was like, okay, handing over control, like, because initially she's not like, mommy, get this done. And then I was like, no, but she wants to be involved. So give her the opportunity to be involved, which I did. So handing over, physically handing over the tools to her to be a part of this with me started to shift me into a heart space. The next thing, my neighbor arrived home with her little daughter and mine and her love each other. My daughter and her daughter love each other. And they just wanted to do a sleepover. I mean, the concept of sleepover for them at three and four is is foreign. I mean, it's just a play date. Um, But I said, okay, let's do it. So I packed up everything. And I took the girls inside, we watched a movie, we made some popcorn, we sat on the bed, um, we had a fun evening, a spontaneous, fun evening, and it came from a place of heart. So it came from the heart center. So here's the thinking. As I said, just hold my hand through this. Going back to this, progress occurs when there is a directional change toward a better state, or condition. I had that as a literal example of what that is. I shifted from a mental state to a heart state, and in that, that progress that I experienced personally was, or that that pivot, that that openness to surrendering to the moment for me was, was. The directional change; it was a change to a better state, a better emotional state, because I moved away from oh, having to do this cut the grass to loving the moment with these two girls and just saying, and just sitting there and experiencing what that was for them, um, and that changed. And I, I mean, automatically, that that mood changes, that feeling that, and then you're moving to a heart state. Um, so again, moving back up to his previous statement, and I'm laughing because it's such a big concept, but when you dumb it down to cutting your grass and not cutting your grass because of unforeseen circumstances, it really does become rather basic. So evolution, direction, and progress all imply a historical sequence of events which exhibit a systematic alteration of a property or state of the elements in sequence. So the elements in sequence were set for me in terms of what I had to do, very mind state. Then they shifted to a heart state space and it literally was like a chemical change. I experienced a chemical change. And again, this is what I'm saying, like a week later, I was like, why was that pivot point such a big thing for me? Why has it been on my mind the entire week? It's because of that. It's because it was such a fundamental shift, and only when I opened myself up to okay, let me sit with why is this pivoting point becoming such a real thing for me right now? I mean, it's a concept that is nagging away at me the entire week. So why? Let me sit down and give it some thought and time and space for it to, as a concept, to evolve. For me to understand what that is, and it's just—it was—it was a fascinating experience to be a part of, both on a conscious, um, conscious and unconscious state, both within a conscious and unconscious state, and I know that's also going to sound strange, but this is when I'm going to lean into Ekotol, New Earth, where he notes that an essential part of awakening is the recognition of the unawakened you, the ego as it thinks, speaks, and acts, as well as the recognition of the collective conditioned mental processes that perpetuate an unawakened state okay so for me having this moment of pivoting change and um, surrendering it surrendering to it because I could have bolted on and said okay fine no we're not we are going to cut this lawn and that's it and Chloe and I would have had a pretty bleak Friday afternoon But we didn't. I surrendered to it. I opened up to it. And in that moment of surrender, I shifted from a heart, from a mind center to a heart center. And then I experienced this incredible change, physiological, emotional, chemical change within myself, which has been sitting with me the entire week in terms of what was that? What was that? Understand it. Look into it. What was that? And here I am, a week later, Friday afternoon, and I am delving into what this is for me or what it was for me. And I'm not saying that I am such an, I'm such an enlightened, awakened soul. No, I'm not. Absolutely not. Really, I am not. But what I'm saying is it is fascinating to see that when you allow yourself to sit in a moment and go through change, whether it is from a heart state to, or mind state to a heart state, and that's preferably the better change, because that is the change that Ayala is speaking about. Progress occurs when there's directional change towards a better state of conditioning. And this is what, um, this is where the, the, the concept of worthiness, the concept, so axiology, the concept of worthy, um, the theory of value, goodness, value in the broadest sense of the term, this is where that ties in. So the value of the afternoon, the experience, shifted so dramatically that it actually sat with me for the entire week. Because yes, it happened. But what is the significance of that happening? What is that? What is the significance of that change, both for me and for my daughter? I, ne- I know she won't understand it on, on this level, but they're far more connected than we ever will be, um, far more enlightened uh, because they are working constantly from a heart space. They are not working from a mind space. The mind space is part of the conditioning that we impose on our little ones. Um, as they grow because of our preconditioning, our experiences, Um, but if we surrender to the moment and allow ourselves, our mind states, our egos to step aside and watch what it means to be for, to not be governed by life, experience, hardship, pain, then that changes is, is really quite beautiful. So again, being able to sit back and watch my daughter without clouding what it is she's doing by my conditioned state of judgment and then opening myself up to the surrendering within that moment, that's when the magic happens. And that's when worth on a much bigger scale than we can actually understand, um, again, because because of what what we've experienced in life, and because of us being very unconscious, unconsciously driven by these constructs that have built up, have accumulated, do govern what we do and don't think, and then that is being stuck in that egoic state. And the second you can actually step back and look at it and, and understand what the beauty in that is, that shift, that that change in the elemental state. And I'm 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 grinding it back down to an emotional state for me because that's what I physically felt. I felt an emotional change, and that's when I realized I've actually moved from my head state into my heart state. Um, And I think that this silly example, honestly, silly example of me cutting my lawn has become such a big pivoting moment in my life because I could take a step back thereafter. Only once I shifted from the mind state to the heart state could I take that step back and understand that it is a part of stepping away from myself to observe what that moment was for me for her um for my conscious and unconscious state and where that has led me um yeah, and I think even just being able to sit down and put this, I mean, I'm laughing at myself because this entire piece is about cutting lawn, but it's not. It's about so much more. It's about taking, about finishing the afternoon in a way that I literally sat there on the bed, two girls having their bowls of popcorn, looking at it from, an, from a completely outside of my self-experience and thinking, sure, I did not know that this is where I was going to be tonight. And I'm glad I'm here. I'm glad I took the opportunity to surrender to what it was. I'm glad my daughter helped me move from that mind state to that heart state. And I'm glad I surrendered to it. Because I had a far better Friday night than I would have. I mean, okay, it did end up having, I did end up having um, a glass of wine with my neighbors as well, which was great. I suppose that added to it, but the, <laughs> the bottom line was being able to step outside of ourselves and look into a situation already helps us shift um, <clears throat> already helps us shift the states that we are in. so I think if you're in a space where you're you're stuck in a very Um, low vibrational frequency in terms of the emotional state you're in, it becomes quite difficult to get out of that. But if you can take a moment to reflect on why I'm feeling what I'm feeling, breathe, um, and allow yourself to elevate out of that. And that's quite tricky. It's very, very tricky. But elevate out of that. So whether it is a trigger that comes from somebody else. So mine was an external trigger from my daughter's side saying, mom, I want to help. And then I surrendered to her helping by handing her the tools to to get involved with me. And then I started shifting from that mind state to the heart space and that's when things started shifting. And then taking it one step further where I actually had the opportunity to view what this was um, in a more aware state of, one, my emotions, my emotional responses, and the shift that I had actually physically felt that obviously resonated with me on a much higher level than I anticipated because I'm talking about it a week later, and it was something that sat with me for this entire week was about pivoting, pivoting, change, direction, um, and then understanding... And we can delve into the the theory of value, but for me, that the occurrence and that shift, that change of direction, that evolution in my personal state itself, carried so much value for me as a person throughout this week that it is something I'm talking about now. And yeah, that's just... I'm, I'm going to leave it there because that's me. I'm done. <laughs> I kind of feel like mic drop. I'm done because um, being able to delve into what this is and understand it and also just, you know, working through the questions of why, why, why and getting to this point of where I am and understanding that shift, what I felt and being able to express it on, uh, through this platform is, it really does put me in a good place. And I'm proud of myself for being able to do that. I'm truly proud of myself for being able to to one, uh, recognize what that niggle was, um, and then delve into to where it sits, because it 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 was a bit of a scramble. I mean, I was just trying to understand, why is this such a big concept, and here I am. Um, so I am proud of myself for going through that process for understanding and I guess in one of the previous episodes I, ta- I spoke about reflective parenting something that I'm doing more and more of and this is the same thing it's perhaps it's part of my process at the stage where I am in my journey is understanding reflectively where I was what that change was and where I where I am now uh, in that pipeline and it's it's just It's beautiful. And it leaves me in a very, very comfortable heart space where I could literally feel, even now, the chemical change of what that is for me. And you can call it enlightenment. You can call it whatever sits best for you. But for me, it is is about being, allowing myself be, to be awake enough to understand, recognize, and acknowledge what that is. Um, and that, I feel I've done that through this. So, yeah, as I said, mic drop, I'm out. I'm done. Thanks for listening. I do have some exciting podcasts coming up, I'm not going to lie. Um, I am a little nervous about them, but I'm also just blessed that I am able to step into that space with some incredible souls who will come on their journey with me. So yeah, exciting times ahead.